You are now tuned into the Fresh Air Channel, and you're listening to Thank God for the Group Chat. Yeah. Listen, didn't watch the fight. What happened? Listen, I didn't watch the fight either, but I saw the highlights. I heard Adrian, Adrian Bronner. said he didn't. Please, bro. Please. Please sit down. <laughs> Number one, you should have known in the beginning of this fight, Manny Pacquiao gave Roy Jones Jr. a run for his money. Mm-hmm. And you thought you was going to get in here and beat up Pacquiao? It's not going to happen, sir. It's not. It's not. He outpointed you. He outboxed you first off. Then he outpointed you. And then, like, you just look stupid talking about you doing this for the hood. <laughs> Please sit down, bro. Just, you know what I'm saying? And you said, and while back, I'm, you know, I'm personally offended by this one. A while back, you said you wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather. What? The best boxer in, in the, the world, world ever? And you wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather? Please. Just shut up, bro. But yeah, up, bro. he said he didn't touch me. He didn't punch me. <laughs> and I'm looking at the highlights and this boy's face is getting mashed on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, yeah. He said AB stood for ass B. <laughs> he said that? <laughs> but no, and then I appreciate Pacquiao. He won and then he went straight back home and is out there passing out money. You know what I'm saying? He said, this is why I steal box. So that I can pass out money to the people in, you know what I'm saying, back home. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga's tripping on his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, they call me AB. <laughs> ass beat. <laughs> they, they had the Martin, they had him in the little oh, warm up yeah. in the Martin <laughs> face when he got lumped up. Dang, dang, yeah, man. Adrian. I didn't watch so. the actual fight, but I saw some of the like uh, post interviews, and he told the reporter like, "Yeah, but I beat you. Like, I could beat you up, and it'd be seven zero. And the reporter's but like, I'm well, not "That doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, this interview's over." <laughs> like, I hate people to do that. Just an interview. Like, we playing basketball, and you get mad. Hey, but you don't want to get on this football field, though. Like, nigga, we playing basketball. That's I'm what everybody an interviewer. Does. This is my job. You like, you can't fight. I'm not here to right. actually offend you. People, right. I'm doing my job. People do that in Madden all the time. They be like, "But you can't, you can't." beat me though well, okay 2k though right yeah yeah i mean i get it adrian Broner, man shut up yeah <laughs> what's next what we got well it's martin luther king day yeah, yeah. that's we got somebody in here martin luther king day <laughs> that's his actual birthday no well why is that yesterday then because we're doing a podcast Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. Yes, thank you very much. Ah. Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day. Because um, we record this on a Monday. Got it. Um, <laughs> Got it. Um, so all that yesterday stuff about watching the football game. <laughs> it was two days ago, people. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, MLK Day was yesterday. How do we feel about MLK Day? Should it still be? What do y'all want to talk about in regards to this? I think 
I'm going to make up something on the fly. Go for it. Should there still be a Martin Luther King Day? Why not? Yes. Absolutely. Well, I would I would see your why not with a why. Um, there's nothing that's changed about his legacy, his significance, and his 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 purpose. So that was the reason that the holiday was originally created. Um to create a time to acknowledge him in that way. And that hasn't changed. And I think that a time like this more than ever as well, these things that he's fought for are not resurfacing, but just being more realized and brought to the forefront. And everything that he did is made even more relevant right now. It's not something from our past. This is very much so our present situation and culture. So every time I think about Martin Luther King, I get mad at the school system Mm. because after Selma, we were walking out the movie. We're walking out of the movie theater. And this lady walks in front of me. And everything in me wanted to hit her in the back of the head with my popcorn bag. Oh, gosh. Because she said, I'm just mad because they didn't, because he didn't do, they didn't show him doing the I have a dream speech. <laughs> this is not the time. This was Selma. This wasn't the time that you did. She missed exactly. the whole purpose of the movie. Because that was the highlight. That was why she came. Exactly. If you want to see the I Have a Dream speech, log on to YouTube. You know yeah. So she was like, I can't believe. See, they didn't even tell the story right. I cannot believe. It's Selma. Not they didn't Martin do the King. I Have a Dream speech. I was like. She thought the movie was just Martin Luther King. I'm cracking up. I mean, no, she's not. Though. It took everything in me just not to just throw that bag of popcorn at the back of that lady's head and just. Oh my god! So yeah, I'm mad at the school system. <laughs> they did a terrible, a terrible job. job, horrible job. <laughs> All of these Instagrams and Twitters and Facebooks and YouTubes and everything, oh Googles, and you can't look it up and see that this man Googles. Googles. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yes, there should be. I'm sorry, I had to get off subject for a second. But yes, I think there should be uh, a Martin Luther King Day. Um, I had some other facts, but they're not complete facts or complete thoughts. So (laughs) I'm like, let me just table it until I know exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. Right. But because I, I just, it's not even worth saying if I don't know. Okay, go for it. Uh, No, I'm not. Okay, (laughs) I'm not doing it. it. I'm gonna do it. Um, I mean, what do you? I mean, do we just look at Martin Luther King Day as like a day off? Because I see a lot of people going out Mm -hmm. and doing things. You know what I mean? And I, but I think, and so I guess this is why I asked the question. Like, is Martin Luther King Day still relevant? Because it's still so much injustice going on. Like, so much. So much injustice. And we even see, also, okay, so more so, instead of it just being a day off, what it should, what should it be a day of? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So not just a day off. What should it be a day of? Like now, say your job doesn't get a day off, but it is Martin Luther King Day. Like y'all going to come into work and y'all going to learn about these things just like they do um, sensitivity training for um, genders and stuff like that. We need to have a training for, yo, this is what is acceptable. This is not what is. And like you can't change people's thoughts, but you can change behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that might lead to... um, change thoughts or like newer like you know younger generations coming up saying like all right well this is the way that we've done it and this is why we do it so on and so forth but uh uh-huh i was just saying i was gonna say i think it's hard to 
try to figure out what the day should like what, what it should be filled with. Of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <clears throat> Just because um everything that he did, we should be trying to do on a daily basis. Everything that he did pertaining to the civil rights movement. Right. Yes. Right. So this man did some things. Uh, right. So <laughs> a lot of things. So I'm just saying like man. when it comes to right, when it comes to the civil rights movement, I feel like it's hard to say I feel like this should just be a day of of um recognition. Yeah. Reflection. You know what I'm saying? Reflection and recognition. Like let's let's all like can we all recognize who this man is and what he's done for all of us? Memorializing I mean, him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I I feel like it's a so we yeah. We have an annual VG day in Dallas for a guy named Vernon Grant. And we all just get together and just enjoy thinking about Vernon. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this day it should be that filled with, man, these are the things that he did. If you don't study about this stuff on a regular basis, try to study about what Martin Luther King did. Um, try to teach somebody about what he did, or I don't know. But I, again, I still feel like these are things that should be done. Should be done on a daily, weekly right. basis. Right. So it's kind of hard to figure out or to say what exactly should. Well, be. Well, I'm saying, I guess you start with a day, so you can. So it can affect your rest of right, right. the life that yeah. you have. You know what I mean? Like, here's a day of reflection so I can know going forward yeah. how to treat people, how people are supposed to be treated, yeah. how injustice um, falls on this person, how it, how my privilege might be hindering somebody else's um, progression in certain areas. You know what I mean? Like, and being cognizant of all of these things. You know what I mean? Like, so having a day to talk about it could potentially affect you the rest of your life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Year in and year out. Yeah. You know I feel saying? like there should always be diversity and inclusive um, conversations about inclusivity. Inclusion. Inclusion in all, in all, you know, in every workplace. Um, I don't think that Martin Luther King Day should be that day. Just like President's Day, you don't have like a certain ritual or, or, you know, there's nothing that is in practice. Um, I think that this day is specifically for his um, honoring. But I also think that in that, like, diversity training, it's really hard to, like, change people's moral construct. Like, the way people are bred, let's say you're 40, like, reversing everything that you've learned up until this point is really hard. Now you can teach people how to fake it. You can teach people how to mask it, but I think there has to be something deeper than that because you have, you're not necessarily, it's not that you can undo 40 years worth of, um, slave. No, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 40 years. <laughs> 40 years worth of, you he was know, like, nah, bad practice. About this one. but I do think that like, um, stuff. I do think that there's a way like where um, people have it has to to become relative. Like, I'm sure that there are people who are like, well, you know, being off on the um, for for people who have no um, 
connection to anything that Martin Luther King has set up, Dr. Martin Luther King has set up for us, they have they have no point of reference and it doesn't affect them in any way, then yeah, of course, this is just a day off for them, uh, which is why I say that I think that it should be like a regular thing, like it should be more than annual because it affects us more than annually. Like it affects us bi-weekly would have been a nice... Um, but I low-key feel like... the King Day every two weeks. Hey, turn up. <laughs> I low-key feel like there's nobody in America that can say that he hasn't done anything for them. I mean, he hasn't, which is which you and I may know to be fact. Right. But I think that there are people who morally... Don't recognize it. Exactly. Like right. they, they couldn't, and they probably wouldn't verbalize it either. They probably wouldn't even dare to say out their mouth that he's done anything. In fact, it was in the, it was in the news maybe like two years ago. Um, there was a guy, he was like, his conversation was being recorded some, some type of way. He was like a Southern redneck catch my drift. Um, and he called There's it. There's no drift to catch once you say redneck. Right. I think you said, you said, yeah. well, you know, there are rednecks who I'm are not racist. calling him a redneck. Um, right. <laughs> no, there are rednecks that aren't racist. Please, there are rednecks pertain to their like lifestyle. Okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> the like point I'm trying to make under, is he called it like nigga day. Like this is who this had is, a nigga day. This is <laughs> like this is nigga day, and you know all the niggas get off, and we get to celebrate a nigga. So um, I don't think that everybody feels like, oh, this is, you know. A day for you. Yeah. A day for me. It's anyway. a day yeah. off. That's how they feel in their heads. But it's not really too much we can do to change it. I just think the conversation has to begin. It has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whoever called it that friend of the show. Not. <laughs> come come see me. And Jared just put his hood up for you. <laughs> friend of the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just so you know, he mean business. <laughs> like, come right. see me with the hood up. I'm on some other. I'm dressing all black. Hey, I can't wait till Lon gets back because I can do so much more arguing if I'm not hosting this thing. Come on, argue, bro. No, I don't. I don't want to argue, bro. I, I want to hear your opinion about me. the MLK thing. I think I, I think I made. I think I made my. That my was thing. it. Yeah, and then she countered. She. Yes. Who was she? Me. It wasn't a counter. It was though. It was. It was. It was. I agree. I agree that there yeah. should be a conversation had. I just don't think that MLK is the day. MLK Day is the day to do it. It's the same thing. Why do you? What? It's not the same thing. What did you that, say? That's not what I said. What did you said? reiterate? I don't want to. Okay. Just, he, I, never I, mind. I move on. Because I, I forgot. It's fine. It's fine. Just move. What's the next part? <laughs> um. Let's talk about you wanted to talk about future. Future and Sierra. Not them together. Future about Sierra. Right? I suppose. Uh, huh? I suppose. Future uh made a statement that Sierra's husband, Russell Wilson, is not a man. He's not being a man in that position. That's what his exact words were. Because Russell should be putting his foot down per in so many words to tell Sierra not to talk about future publicly or at all. I'm your husband. Don't even bring him up. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to get everybody's opinion about that. I think that via social media, I was able to see a lot of arguments about misogyny and ideas about roles, gender roles within marriages. What type of control does a man have over a woman and what she says? How does this play out considering that he's her 
baby father and so he's going to be in her life how could she not bring him up so yeah can i say the first thing real please quick? please do future quit acting like a little girl <laughs> um and i only say little girl because i don't want to say the other word <laughs> but <clears throat> stop acting like a little girl bro like I get it. You don't want her talking about you. Keep my name out your mouth type stuff. Whatever. But, bruh, like, y'all are tied together. Like, she gonna have stuff to say. Um, And if her husband is okay with her saying what she said, then you can't have nothing to say up to that to that man i mean get off social media like stop doing what she did apparently this was on social media that he said okay so get off social media stop doing what right i mean she said it publicly i'm pretty sure pretty sure you have his number um there were a few things said about me a long time ago by someone and um i definitely contacted her husband and was like hey well i need to talk to you brother mm. right you know what i'm saying like this had man to man right your wife said this however mm. let me have a conversation with you with you you know what i'm saying um yeah so i mean that's just i just feel like that's just how that should have went i think for so future point obviously was that um i wouldn't handle it that way I think he wouldn't handle what he wouldn't handle Sierra if she were his wife going around talking about, let's say, Russell to switch roles um, publicly, regardless of the fact that Russell is the father of her child. So I think that future standpoint to me, um, from the way he was saying it would be he should be taking a stance of control. And I think that that then begs the question, does he really have that type of control? Does he is he even entitled to that type of control to tell her what she can? Is it a conversation or is it you telling me what I can and can't say? I feel like it's more of I mean, it's definitely more of a conversation. Should be. Right. But the way he was saying it was as though he should just be putting his foot down saying, don't say his name. Don't talk about him in public, period. And it's like, well, I'm famous because you have to also think about her platform. I'm famous. And so I'm going to be asked about him because he's the father of my child. Now, they have the right to do things like before interviews say, I don't want to answer this question. Don't right. ask me this. Oh, so this was an interview that she said this on. She said things in interviews. Um, and then he said this in an interview called Russell Wilson, not a man. Uh, okay. So that's, I think, when it became disrespectful. And mm. I think that also future standpoint is not one that I can respect because it was a his tone was as though he would be on the other end saying, don't talk about that nigga. And it's like, he's the child, my my child's father. How do yeah. I not talk about him? Yeah. That's impossible. And it's childish to me and I immature. Mean, well, she could have very well just been like, you know what? This is something that I don't want to talk about on the air. Yeah. That that's what Russell Wilson told Sierra not to talk about him. No. Is that what happened? No. No. Future said that future Russell said Wilson that should be telling her, ah, okay. "Don't talk about." Future. Oh, toxic masculinity. So like he he's insecure. Yeah, like, but I'm saying from future standpoint, like, oh, let me tell you can't tell me how to be a man, and you are. I don't know what his personal life <sighs> or his personal relationship is. We do. Um, we know some. Right. We do know. Some we know of the he has business. X amount of baby mothers. Yeah. Right. That he's not like, with. how dare you try to tell me to be a great man? in your position 
So hear me. Keith. Weigh in. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it because I, of the topic or is it because of the people? Because take the people out. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Still, no. <laughs> not family. It's not my family. Okay. I don't care. I'm glad you want to talk about it. I think I'm glad I, I'm glad you want to talk about it. But Keith doesn't have an opinion on it. Like it's like I don't care. I don't care. Like that's like we all know that. Like I don't think anybody is on Future's side in regards to this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think his. I think we've seen him not step up to the plate in regards to his son. We've seen him not be a man in regards to how he treats women. Right. We've seen how he's not stepped up to the plate in regards to Sierra herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anything you have to say based off of Russell Wilson is like, bro, We all we see is her happy as a mug. Happier than she's ever been with you. And exhibiting manhood from what we can gather. Who is exhibiting manhood? Russell Wilson. Okay. From what we can gather in a way that Future was not able to. Like, we just see her happy. We literally see happy wife, happy life. Yeah, it's just you ironic I'm saying? that he said he's not a man and he's doing all the things Future was supposed to do. I don't, I, I've never looked at Future as a person like, oh, yeah, that's that's the stamp of a man right there. <laughs> that is, that is, that is the... That is the epitome of manliness. I've never looked at it at that as, as that. So him saying that it's like, bro. I think I think you just need to get over your baby mother at this point. I think you need right. to get right. over her. Come on, bro. Like right. that's, that's why I'm saying. I don't, acting like I, a little girl, dog. Yeah. Like just you lost. You had it. You did things that didn't that didn't allow you to keep what you had. Yeah. Move on. Right. That's it. Yeah. You might win some. I think that's a common story. Which is just always one. Um, come on, Lauren. I think that's a common story uh, amongst men, and sometimes how they have, how they view what manhood is when it is not refined by maturity, and it's that the root of manhood is how much I am able to have control of, exactly. particularly in romantic relationships, like, how much I can make her do what I need. The her to sheer do. fact, the sheer fact that he said. She does every he, he does, does everything he yeah he does what she wants. Well, maybe if some of the stuff she wants to do ain't all that bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a shared it's not a shared um, conversation for men who like I was saying view manhood through the wrong lens. It's a conversation that's one ended. I'm telling you what to do because I'm the man, not because I've earned that title, not because I've actually proven myself to be responsible, and mature enough to walk in that role but just because but just because i am a man that's it therefore i should get man like i should do the man thing and tell you what to do and control the relationship but even so that's not so i don't feel like that's the man thing to do yeah we know that you know what i'm saying like i would again in if with this situation right now I would probably have a conversation if I was Russell. Have a conversation with Sierra mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, you doing this is just gonna start a whole bunch more drama." Let's talk about how we can probably have these conversations with these media people, mm-hmm. 
And then, again, have a conversation with this man. Go for it. Is she still asking? Is she still answering questions about future? That's, that's the thing. No, so I mean today. I haven't heard her do it in that's, any recent, in that's any what I'm recent saying. anything. Because if, oh. if she's still doing it now, if I'm Russell Wilson, me and Sierra have an issue. Right. That needs to be addressed between me and my wife. Why are you still talking about this man in public? But you know for, I mean? so okay so yes but for but me if she's also not ha- but if she's not having that conversation I don't and I'm Russell Wilson I might care a little bit but I'm not going to the media and talking about it no because I think I think in 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 um showcasing restraint and not replying to this foolishness I've seen Russell Wilson be more of a man than we've ever seen Future be you know what I'm saying I, I don't I mean think, I, I wouldn't don't think, I don't have to address you. I wouldn't I wouldn't reply via media <laughs> but I would definitely because of my wife and my kids and Yeah, you know I'm, not, I'm not replying publicly. Right. You know what yeah. I'm, I'm oh, going to have a conversation with you, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gonna have to hear from me, dog. Right. Like but yeah, all of this like that's just extra. You know what I'm saying? Like you at this point, future your career isn't what it once was and you just trying to get somebody to listen to you again. Yeah. That's how I feel. He, Your album just dropped. He had a surprise album coming out. Exactly. Your album just dropped. He did like seven. He did a lot of interviews. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what's, this is what people want to Yeah. This is what people want to hear about me. So I'm going to address this. Right. Bro, I don't I don't care. I don't Did you talk about any of this stuff in your album? Absolutely not. No. Shut up. He doesn't have the He doesn't have the he doesn't have that fan base. Right. That's what I'm saying. They I mean, just want, They just want to hear you talk about drugs, <laughs> taking drugs. That you don't do. That you don't even do. Right. Some of them. Wow. And driving in cars and where you woke up at. Right. Yep. Yeah. Basically. Is it? I don't listen to Future. Um, I but, woke up in the Bugatti. Oh, that is his song, huh? Yeah. Yeah, don't listen to him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I no, think- that's um Ace Hood's song, but he's it's Ace Hood's song, right? Oh, he's on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. see that tells you. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Ace Hood can rap, man. What happened? He to Ace Hood? He's still out here, but you know. hey, don't he live in Atlanta? I don't know. I, I feel like the nigga live in Atlanta. <laughs> so I mean, since we on the topic, are we done with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Since we on the topic of music, R. Kelly, and this is Woo! again, this is the hot topic. Of the of the year so right. far because it's January. Um, <laughs> Sony Seems like it's January first. Drop it now. Mm-hmm. Sony Jesus. recently um, recently dropped R. Kelly from their label. Shout out to Sony doing the right thing. Dear Christian, due to public pressure. Right. So this on this point of thought in my mind. So. What they're really doing is they are, well, when I say they, I mean the documentary, people involved in the documentary, people opposed to, you know what? Let's table this for right now. Erica Badu, she um, she was seen supporting R. Kelly in Chicago at a Chicago show saying, and I quote, um, paraphrasing a little bit, but not I'm not far off at all. I still support R. Kelly. Y'all keep your opinions to yourself. And she was booed at a Chicago show for saying such. 
Oh, is that why she had a I comment where she, she said, said oh, you just going to start talking about <laughs> We started talking at the same time. No, you didn't. Yes, is you that did. why she said <laughs> a comment back to someone else and she was like, somebody said, this isn't love or something like that. And she said, love isn't about the person love or agreeing with the acts of the person or behavior of the person. It's about supporting the person. So she was trying to justify that she supports, literally, she supports Robert, not R. Kelly, the artist. Mm. Well, Robert was, was the one that was doing it. No, oh, I know. <laughs> and then, and then I guess she was justifying it by saying that she supports him, but doesn't agree with his behaviors. I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't see her make the comment or see her support him. I just saw an, a, a, a disagreement between her and a fan on her page. Listen, and she was saying that, and I didn't know where it was coming from. Listen, Erica, I, we from Dallas, baby. I love you. And you dope. Don't talk about R. Kelly right now. She a witch too, though. <laughs> she is. Yes, she is. Yeah. She is. Witches got to stick together, I think. Yeah. Yes, she is. Yeah, because she... Last po- or two podcasts ago, we said R. Kelly was a witch, so... Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it was definitely Absolutely. a claim that we've made. She has all the makings of a witch. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, Robert and Erica both witches <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not obviously the obvious is i don't support her supporting him but i'm also not like super shocked or taken aback um by her supporting him oh why not um i think erica badu is just especially recently been one of those people who i could appreciate like appreciate like old like baduism that album and stuff like she's a great artist She's a great artist. I'm shaking but, my head because of the name. I'm like, witchcraft. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but she's a great artist. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess it's, as a Christian, the things, the way she carries herself, with, what she portrays, what she represents, what she subscribes to has been a turnoff for me. Like, they're not things that I could, I'm not, I genuinely don't find an interest in following her to in any capacity. So, you, so essentially what you're saying is, Yeah. Because of who she is, yes. I'm not surprised that she would do something like. Because I, when you said she's a witch, I said she is. She is. A I witch. agree. I th- so, I don't think she would disagree in saying that she's a witch. I probably not. I, I know she wouldn't. So you making spells and There's having that. potions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's Disney witch one on one, right? <laughs> Disney witch. Disney 101. witch. Yeah. Alicia, you were going to say. I was just going to say what she she said. The, she said the same point that I was going to make was. Um, I think she was because she came out later and said like um, I I don't just support R. Kelly I also support the victims and I support both individuals who were affected and all of these things and I I don't know if that was like a later statement or the original statement I just know that she was like by support I mean I'm supporting you as individuals and I hope that you all find the healing that you need divided unstable in all your ways you can't fully support a victim and fully support the person which is why I don't know if by the term support she means like I got your back or if she means support like I'm hoping that you get well I'm hoping that you get well I'm hoping that you also get well okay yeah I mean okay I agree with that yeah I agree with that like yeah so I I feel like you can support two different people. You know what I'm saying if if one 
if one of my friends punched one of my other friends and I'm like, but you feel sorry for punching him, then it's like, okay, I want to support you in your remorse. Fix, right, in your right. remorse, but I want to support you in getting your nose fixed. So, yeah. I mean, so honestly. So, I don't think, go ahead. Please go. You're causing us dead air. Please go. It's <laughs> true. Um, I was gonna say that honestly, like R. Kelly needs healing too. There's not of course. there's not one way to say that because the victims need healing, he he doesn't. And um vengeance is the Lord's and so it's not necessarily our place to say uh, well, we can say whatever, but it's not necessarily our job to pour our raft onto him um, because the truth is that hurt people hurt people. And his right. um, his behavior is stemmed from his own sick and hurt and um, confused mind. So I yeah. agree as well once you specified, obviously, the the two types of support that she could be meaning. I think I just automatically went to support meaning like I got your back and I support your cause. Yeah. Because I think you can support somebody fully that's been affected by another person that you support fully, just not in the same right. manner. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I got your back. I'm supporting you. I got your back. I'm supporting you is you were wrong. I support, as Alicia said, I support you in getting the help that you and need. Getting well, knowing, right? Knowing that, and this leads into our other topic, as you know, because R. Kelly got dropped from Sony. He got, he's getting his music is getting suffocated from every place. You yeah. know, what I mean, hashtag mute R. Kelly, so on and so forth. Um, Celine Dion took her song down off of streaming services. Yep. Um, Lady Gaga took her song down off of streaming services as if we've heard it. Right. right. We didn't know. Thank you. Thank you, Lady Gaga. Um, thank, you for, thank you for not stop. allowing us to hear a song that we've never heard. Amarion is going to stop using R. Kelly's music after the tour. Bro. After the but tour. But time, time out. I'm, we're not there. I'm, 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 we talked about this last time, so never mind. Yes, he is. He's going to stop listening to their music or playing his music at this time. The songs he wrote, Bump, 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 Girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is no tour without those songs. There is no tour without those songs. Thank you. If we can agree on that. There's no show for them. (laughs) There's a tour, but like people are going to be like, where's Bump, Do Bump, Bump, Bump. Do Girlfriend. Do What a Girl Wants. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why. What a Girl Wants is to hear those songs. That's. That's why he specified after the tour, so there wouldn't be any friction when he knew he was. About and to that's when there was mad friction. He just shouldn't have said. You, he shouldn't have said so, anything. So now I agree with you. Yes, he shouldn't have said anything. Yes. All right. So sub little sub little side conversation we just had. So back to what we were talking about. R. Kelly. Again, his music is getting suffocated. I don't think he has any other streams of income. To my not to my knowledge, right. So I'm saying this: if that is his only source of survival, he's not a good reader, not a good writer. <laughs> outside of writing sorry. songs, outside of writing, I mean, these are basic things, right? You need to learn how you need to know how to read and write. These he doesn't are have basic, skills. Yeah, if you don't have skills outside of yeah. writing songs and stuff like that, so question. And nobody is supporting your stuff. So here, here's a point that I'm trying to pose, or okay. a question I'm trying to propose. Pose. Um, 
as believe you know as believers and people I was talking to a friend and I was like I still I said no matter what we were watching um Law and Order SVU and I didn't know that all this stuff was like about rape I didn't know that it all, it all was that the whole show yeah special okay. victims unit right and so of course he came up he got brought up and I I said oh man I still said I still have compassion for R Kelly mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, believer, young, young in Christ, but a believer nonetheless. Um, you got compassion for him still? Yes, yes, I do. I, that doesn't mean that I support what he did. By no right, means do course. I. But I still have compassion. I don't want to see him die. Right. I don't want to see him not survive. Do I think that he? I, do I think that justice needs to be served? Yes. Do I think that? Do I think that he should suffer some de- or, or de- suffer a large degree of consequence? Yes. Mm-hmm. But do I wish his non-existence? Do I wish for him to just fall off, off the face of the earth? Do I wish? I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish that on my worst enemy. So I pose this question to you all. How should we as believers be approaching this R. Kelly situation? So I feel like. The only thing we can do at this point is pray for this dude. Because. I think that's step one. I think that's step one. But until he comes out and says, man, I messed up. I'm sorry. That's it. Like you can't. He has made it up in his mind that I'm going to ride with this story. Yeah. For the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. outside of praying for him, that's all you can do. Lord, I'm just hoping that this dude comes to his right mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And repents. And repents for what he did. Mm-hmm. Outwardly repenting, hopefully, so people can then forgive him. I mean, people probably well, clearly have already forgiven him. But the other people will be willing to forgive him. And then he can probably start a whole new career people will listen to his music again if he just says man i messed up i don't think i don't think that's happening and i think i'm safe to say that people if he even if he apologizes i don't think people are going to go back to listen to his music I think once they will. made once they made that decision that they're not going to listen to it anymore chris brown so i'm saying for me for me a person that the probability of me meeting R. Kelly is very, 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 very slim to none, right? The probability of me meeting okay. him. The probability for you is higher. The probability for Alicia is higher. The probability of you meeting him is probably higher because you mix it. You be out. I don't be out. <laughs> you be out. <laughs> so for somebody like me who's never going to meet him but has, but has these conversations, having one right now, Again, as a believer, how what and that? Of course, I'm not into group think. I'm not. I'm not into group think. But let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, right? So, as a believer, how am I supposed to go about this conversation and having this conversation of, yes, he did this, he did that, but I, I think about my own sin and how. That sin is just as deplorable to God. You know what I mean? 
as his. And I know it's hard to imagine because it's like, oh, we I never do something like that. Like, I can say that, but I've had the Holy Spirit virtually my whole life. Right. You know what I mean? And tried to walk in line with that mm-hmm. my whole life. Not saying that I've been perfect by no by no stretch of the imagination have I been perfect. Right. But from a human standpoint, I can say I've never done something as as egregious as that. Yeah. I can say that. I can't say that with pride because I have to say it with the faith that I have in, in the most high. You know what I'm saying? My response as a Christian to it, like my immediate response was compassion for both sides, Mm. remorse. Um, But I also attribute that to the way that I am just wired in general Mm -hmm. um, and then also to the environment in which I work. And so um, I work in an environment where a lot of people are there because of their quote unquote sins and needing Mm. to rectify them and find a way to. Uh, now justify the path that they want to be on and find a way to do that. Mm. And I'm the person who they come to to help them do that. And so as a person who signed up, meaning wanted to work in an environment that helped people who have done things that they feel they can't be justified from or resurrected from, it's easy for me to look at an R. Kelly situation and feel genuinely bad for both sides. Mm -hmm. Before they even announced that he was touched by his sister, the first thought was he was probably molested. So I think that my my thought process is just to think about why you're doing this. And I think that's a more productive thought than just focusing on the act. But And I think that that also is more like Jesus because Jesus looks at our heart. And so, yeah, we have all these actions we do that are bad and that are sinful. But Jesus wants to get down to like our heart issue, Mm. correcting that, because that's what keeps us from repeating certain behaviors. Mm. Mm. So we can put R. Kelly in prison, which we know is not um, a rehabilitation process as it should be. But I don't know how helpful that will be beyond him being physically hurt by people who are in there. Right. So I don't know that if he were then for some reason pardoned, he got back out, he wouldn't repeat these behaviors. So I'm more on the train of wanting him to get help, um, psychological help and healing and deliverance um, and also receiving consequence. But that's not even my position to say what that consequence needs to, what's most productive. Right. So here's, here's the question or here's the other side of the pendulum, which is why I asked that question. Because a lot of people are like, well, I don't care if he suffers because he's caused many a person to suffer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know that's, well, I know for a fact that's Jared's stance. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that was his initial reaction. You know what I'm saying? And let me just say, I've had a close friend who was raped. Okay. And that's why I'm like, I'm over you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't think there's a person in this world that doesn't live under a rock, that doesn't, that has friends. I don't think there's a person that hasn't encountered someone that's been sexually assaulted on some level. Right. I don't think so. So, that's where mine came from. Yeah. Go ahead. I forgot my point. I forgot what I was going to say. The other side of that. Yeah, the other side is is that. You know what I mean? It's like, so how far do we get to go until until God is like, until God is like, all right, now, hold on. You got a log in your eye. You know what I mean? 
God is a God of justice. I think the he justice is. system was set up and that it's a biblical thing. And I think that Agreed. him, if, if, if R. Kelly were to succumb to the consequences of our legal system, that that would be justice being served by the legal system that's set up. Um, what I was saying was not, he shouldn't go to jail. What I'm saying is I don't know if that's the most productive thing for him to go through because I know for a fact our jails were created for rehabilitation, but they are not actually doing that. So now are we getting into the topic of prison reform? Mental health more so. Mental health issues need to be addressed more aggressively within the prison system. And that's when the water gets murky for me. That's that's what breaks up the fat boys for me. Yeah, yeah. So this way, fat boys part ways, because it's I don't I don't know how to differentiate or how to punish a person that is not mentally where they need to be. Mm. Clearly, he's not in a he doesn't have a mental. He he, you know what I mean? Like it. The point that broke me, I, I said it the last time. I said, man, when the man said, I can't stop making these videos. I can't. We need to pray. I can't stop doing this. I can't call it, call it demon, d- demonic possession, call it um, mental illness, call it whatever you want. The point is he knew that he had an issue that he couldn't break away from. So it's like, dang, how far, like... I'm never like, and I thank God that God is judge ultimately because I wouldn't know, I don't know how to rationalize that. Like a man that at a point wanted to stop and like, dang, now maybe, maybe this stuff has just overtaken him completely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll say that. Well, let me not even say that because again, God is judge. Mm-hmm. But and I don't even know exactly what I'm trying to say, but it's like, again, the water gets murky there. It's like, you're not in your right mind. We still are holding you accountable as a person that is in their right mind, as a person that is not a product of their environment. And I can't, and again, so that's factoring him in. And then you got to throw in the women that were affected by this. So do they not deserve justice? Do they not deserve to see certain things go down because of him, no matter what state he was in? You know what I'm saying? Let's say he's not in his right mind and this is something that is overtaking him beyond his control. There are people who are in certain mental states that have to be taken captive by the state. Mm-hmm. Meaning you would not do this on your own. You're not going to submit and surrender to getting this mental help. But because of your behaviors and actions and your potential threat to the outside world, we're going to tell you that you're going to get this help. And so R. Kelly would then be served justly if he were taken captive or given the the um, sentence of you have to be in prison, and maybe it's not at a traditional prison, maybe it's in a mental health facility, but there are prisoners who are sent to mental health facilities. Mm-hmm. So there are aspects of it that are still in that are imprisonment, and they still have to deal with consequences, but they're still being productively helped for their particular issue. Like you're not in here because you went and robbed somebody and shot them and killed them in cold blood and knew exactly what you're doing. You're in here because you've had a string of incidents that are similar. And you, we believe that you do not necessarily control your choices in doing so. And so we're going to take you not Mm -hmm. to a regular prison, but we are going to imprison you at a mental health facility so that we can help to change that, Mm. that thing in you. I, I think the other thing is, is like, that's, 
a part of that is assuming that one day there will be a rehabilitation that has taken place. We know that if all of this stuff is true, that man ain't never getting out. I believe that there is, while um, there may not be necessarily like justice, I think that for the victims, there is um, the healing that you have to have within yourself before you look for punishment even. It's, um, it's honestly forgiving in your heart and like finding um, mending those broken pieces. Well, only the Lord um, can help you through that. But honestly, like, and that's, that's for any, that's for anybody who's ever been um, touched inappropriately, molested, raped, um, anything that has happened to you sexually or non-sexual um, abuse, you have to find healing. You have to find that forgiveness in your heart for um, for yourself before, because honestly, because honestly, if anything happens um, to R. Kelly and and we, you know, we may call it justice, like an eye for an eye and he got what he deserved and all of these things. But that brokenness within you, that brokenness that you feel in those moments, those um, tragedies that happen to you, they don't become they don't become well when when the other person is wrong. They don't they don't suddenly become better. You don't you may feel like at least this one person won't do wrong things to several other people, Mm -hmm. but it won't necessarily heal you. And so healing doesn't come from someone else being wrong. Justice doesn't, the justice that is in spectrum, in hindsight, there's justice. Um, But within you and internally, you won't feel that same satisfaction. Just like, you know, sometimes when people lose their children, they, um, you know, we've seen people like, well, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go kill him and, and then we'll be even. But your 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 child god forbid your child may still not be alive and that same seeking seeping hole um is not filled that void is not filled because another life is gone um it has it has it has to happen on your own journey it has to happen within yourself um with the help of the holy spirit it it can't it doesn't it doesn't justice isn't necessarily um an eye for an eye a two for a two So, what are we asking right now? Are we asking what, what is? Go ahead, go for it. What? What? Well, let's see. I was gonna say, are we asking what should be the like? What should happen to him? No, we're asking. I mean, because what's going to happen to him is what's going to happen to him. My question is, as a believer. What would Jesus have to say about this? You know what I mean? Or what does Jesus have to say about it through his people? And that might be too lofty. Mm. Not that you don't understand, but like that it might be like a lofty. How should we react as as representations of Jesus? How would how should we be reacting to him? Say say we were to meet this man on the street. You know what I'm saying? So just real quick, I 
I feel like there have been things that we all know of. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, other people have been... Okay. So, in a situation of... <clears throat> man, I'm man, I'm sorry. I messed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The reaction is going to be totally different than... I ain't do nothing. Y'all exactly. are tripping. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's two different reactions. I can't I can't go for it. Yeah, I think I think your response your response to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think your response is solely hinged on his acceptance or his admit or his admittance to the issue or not. And yeah. so yeah, and I don't think it has we let's we're assuming that it's true, whether he admits to it or not. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it don't have anything to do. Well, my, well, I, I'm not going to tell you what your response is. Right. So your so, response is based off how he, how he responds to it. Right. So, and my, can we be on record and saying that's not how God sees it? <laughs> It's not. <laughs> it's not. You're saying the general. By the word of the testimony. You're saying that the general public would receive him and accept him more if he were honest and remorseful yes. for what he did. But I mean, but I'm even. So I'm no. Yeah, we, but I'm no longer asking about the general public. We know how the general public perceives this and how they would go about it. But, we know that. But again, like when I go, when I go into. The Bible, mm-hmm. and we bring the scripture up all the time. But the way Jesus talked to the Pharisees and the way she talked to the woman, like he 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 was loving to both of them. Mm-hmm. But their reception, both both of them receiving him, was totally different. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the woman was like, "Man, like low key, like thank you." Mm-hmm. They were like. I'm not receiving none of this that you're talking about right now mm-hmm. and walked off. You know what I'm saying? So Jesus was even like, we can, there can be love for this. You know what I'm saying? There, there is love for him. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, not everybody, but people still love this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the way he's received is going to I mean the way he receives the love that we're trying to give. Hey bro, you need to go into counseling. Hey bro, you need this. Hey bro, you need that. We've given you, from 2001 right. to 2019 to admit to admit that you've been, you've done something wrong we've rocked with you we've listened to your music since 2001 but i think a lot of that was in large part to a lot of people not believing the allegations right but a lot of people did and a lot of people were willing right. to say you know what we just going to let it ride some people were like not when when all this stuff started happening in 2016 that's when everything started happening I mean, like when we start hearing about him again so now you're continuing to do the same things now folks are like i right, hands off i can't like there's nothing else i can do you know what i'm saying we've tried to reach out to you we've tried to reach out to these girls that you have brainwashed um we've done everything we've can- we can to get you to admit that you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to do that. So now there's something different that that has to happen. And 
I don't feel like the reaction to him right now, even as Christians, is a wrong reaction. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the reaction is, okay, we can't get your attention this way. The only other thing that we can do is put turn the speakers off on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to hear you anymore. Nobody wants to hear what you got to say anymore. You need help, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying, like, oh, I hate R. Kelly. Right. But, well, bro, you wrong. And we need to know that you know that you're wrong. So we take a stance. So, right. And then we can start helping you. But that's what confession is. Like, God wants us to confess our sins to each other. Right. Just as much as he wants us to confess our sins to him. Yep. So it's like, bruh, like, we can't help you if you if you don't say you need some help. Mm. So that's why I'm like, eh, mute him. Mm. I'm cool with oh, it. Oh, no. So I want to be on record on saying in saying this. I don't think that we shouldn't. Mute him. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. I know. I know what I'm, you're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying that. How should? How then should we live? You know what I mean, in light of these situations, but more so in light of the grace that we've been given. Right. How should we live? So, I mean, if there's a person who is a Christian who is close to R. Kelly, mm-hmm. for me, if I knew R. Kelly and I was close to him, it would be very hard. For me, if I let's just say I was, I didn't know nothing about none of this stuff that was going on, and I know you, and this series comes out, bro. We got a lot of conversation we gotta have, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that Ayanla fixed my life went was on an interview and said they came to us, or he came to us and said that he wanted to talk. But a lot of the stuff that he, he, there's a lot of stuff he can't talk about. I'm like, like that. There's one of your chances right there. Like number one, outside of the stuff that happened in 2016 and all of that stuff, you've been acquitted of everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a statute of limitations that, like, we can't go back to that stuff and lock you up for that stuff for you saying I did it. I mean, O.J. Simpson has pretty much said he did it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody locked them up for that. Okay. Now they can go get you for some other stuff for stealing your own jerseys. Okay. <laughs> but he, did. Like, he, he stole his own paraphernalia. I know he did. Right. I know. So, he did. like, you there can be two side, like two different Roberts. You know what I'm saying? Two different. There can be an R. Kelly. We let you ride in 2001, and now we're here and. You know that you got off, like, by the grace of God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally. You got off from that, and now you're here. Mm-hmm. Can we get an apology? Still no? Bro, like, we can't deal with you right now. Like, I can't. I'm not about to keep doing this with you. I'm not Which about to let you Which technically is biblical. Right. Yeah. Yes. Biblical. Yes. In handling yes. people in yeah. their faults. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I can't. I can't continue to let you like lie in my face right. to my face and make yourself believe that you are okay in the head. Right. When you're not. So this conversation between me and you is over. 
You know what I'm saying? So that's just where I am. Like, that's where I would be with having a conversation with Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alicia yeah. laughs at me as Robert. I call him Robert. Right. That's who he is. He's yeah. Robert. So, yeah. I, I don't... Anger, like, the anger from Christians in saying we need justice is just as justified as... Man, you need help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think a lot of people want justice for this because there's so much of it happening. And a lot of people feel like if if people in positions of power are able to continue to get away with stuff, then everybody's going to feel like they're able to get away with it. I brought up the situation of, I mean, we... Really don't need to talk about it, but brought up a situation about this girl that got raped in the club at in Atlanta. Like people want justice for this girl because we don't want this type of stuff to continue. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if we don't want this type of stuff to continue, then we have to do something. Like there has to be something done and there should be some type of justice for this. So yeah. I'll get off my soapbox too. And I I have said it before and yeah. I'm I will continue to scream it a million times. And I don't care if I seem like the fanatical Christian or you know, the mystifying Christian or whatever it might be. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, right. people. Hello. The sheer fact that somebody could find it within their means to rape somebody on the daggone dance floor. Hello. Is demonic at the core. Yes, it is. You know what I mean, so nothing less. Like at the end, of, and I and I, I think people they laugh like when you say Jesus is the answer, but it really is. Like it really is, and of course, of course, you got to put it in like in its proper context. Of course, you don't just mean like you say Jesus in a situation. Although, <laughs> but but come on, yeah, you know I mean? come word. on. But but um, the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to say, like, oh man, this this that that is just like surely like, oh man, this person did this, and like you you know you hear all the time like they they just snapped, they just blacked out, oh this just happened, I, they never seemed to be this way before. Da 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 da. We see, in, and I'm not I'm not advocating for demonic possession. I yeah. am not. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm like, oh yeah, they're out here still, but they're out here still. Yeah. They are. You know what I mean? Like, and so, let's say it like this. The sheer fact in, in biblical times, when Jesus was able, when Jesus was casting out demons out of people, it was an amazing feat, mm-hmm. if you will, because these people knew that demon, prior to Jesus coming, these people knew that demons, demons existed. It was a commonality. Right. In that day and age, it was, and they knew that, like, just seeing somebody demonically possessed, he's just walking around, like, oh, yeah, they got a demon, and they would be serious about it, like, all right, cool, this is not cool, but like, this, it, it is what it is, yeah. and we just have to live with it. When Jesus came, and he came, and he was like telling stuff to come out of stuff, and they was listening, everybody was like, what manner of man is this? Mm-hmm. The demons obey this man. They, Lord, we cast the demons out of your name and they listen to us. And yeah. the, Jesus was like, so? <laughs> <laughs> you 
Do that was all the time. That was, yeah, he, said, I, he said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. He said, don't take joy in the fact that demons come out when you command them to. He said, take joy in the fact that your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He was saying, this ain't no big deal. Right. Y'all supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You got authority to do this. This ain't no. <laughs> right. But it's real. It is. So I'm not, so I'm, so I don't think we can just, not saying that anybody said this. But that's just saying that we can just chuck stuff, everything up to, oh, they need some medication. Oh, they need to go see a therapist. Oh, they need to see a psychiatrist. Oh, we need to lock them up here. The At the root, this stuff is spiritual, man. Yes, it is. So I'm I'm not, again, I'm not calling everything demonic. Yeah. Although, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not calling everything demonic. I'm saying at some point, which... But to, just for that, like something like that to happen, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah. And I'm again, I'm not, I'm not the guy, I'm not the guy that's the devil made me do it. There's three things working against us. Mm-hmm. There's three, th- there's three things that war against our spirit. It is the, it is our flesh. It is the enemy, and it, it is, th- it's our, it's our own flesh. Sometimes that's warring against mm-hmm. us. Born in sin, shaping in iniquity. It's our own flesh that's worn against us. Other times it's the world, and other times it's the enemy. Yeah. We can't rule any of those out, but the enemy likes to use those other two. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and so, like, you know, the sin that we do in and of ourselves, it opens up a door for the enemy. It's like, oh, you doing this anyway? Word. I got I got some demons to partner with that. Yeah. I've, I've, the crazy thing is, if I mean, biblically, I feel like, in 2001 when he denied every like every chance of anybody helping him or him totally giving his life over to the Lord the Lord was like all right I'm giving you over to your sins mm. yeah you know what I'm saying you can see it right it's so apparent when you have you now you have a house just ladled and just riddled with the sin that you desire you got God Women. gave you over to. I think that's true, Jared. Yep. God gave you over to this stuff. You yep. had a house full of women, different rooms, yep. all of this stuff going on. Where once it, it started off with, it started off with young women. I get it. Not right, heinous. Started off with young women. Then it matured into this thing of multiple women and having mm-hmm. a young having beds in these different rooms and all of this stuff and then it matured or manifested into something deeper and darker you got married and you know what I mean you took control over your wife you need and why let's get into why R. Kelly's a witch I don't know why I did that I don't know why I did this <laughs> why I did this <laughs> um, and so when I say when I say witch I don't mean witch like just this mystical thing or cauldron as I like to joke about last the other week I said Alicia had a cauldron I was joking but um witchcraft doesn't have doesn't don't have to be the lady that gives sleeping beauty the apple right. you know what I mean that's right. not green what face it, black hat it's on not the room. it's more oftentimes not that and some of you out there listening to this podcast might be a witch and not even know it I don't know. I don't have nobody in mind. Hello. The way she looked at the microphone as if they could see it. Like, you know what I'm uh, so I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that guy for two seconds. Trying to get on the network, but this not might not be the subject that gets us on that right. network. <laughs> but truth is truth. I like you to be open to it and privy to it. 
Witchcraft is as simple as rebellion, manipulation, manipulation. That's right. Control. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. R. Kelly is a witch or a Wiccan or a warlock, however you want to call it, because he uses control, yes, he manipulation, does. and intimidation. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. He he isolates those women and his artists particularly for the purpose of manipulation. Mm-hmm. If y'all can't communicate with one another, y'all can't come together and put your stories together and say, oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And and say, well, then how? what can we do about this? All, all I have to worry about with each of you is your individual mind. And if I can control that in, in my isolated time with you, then I've got you. Because I don't have to worry about y'all communing together and saying, let's, let's get out of this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So him... He he, everything that he's done, and it it wasn't even with women that he was uh, sleeping with. There were women who he wasn't sleeping with that were just artists of his. He still wouldn't let speak to anyone mm-hmm. else, engage with anyone else. That I'm going to keep everyone out of the know, so this can all stay a conspiracy theory. It can all just stay a rumor until proven to be true. And it's not going to be proven to be true because I'm not going to let you talk to man. Yourself, and right? how how terrible of a life. Is that to live to need control all the time? Not, not even that. Just like I have to keep up with all these lies. I have to. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like this, it's that is stressful. It's, that is exhausting. And that's why when and that's why when God says I'm going to turn you over to the uh, the terrors or the uh, the tormenting the tormentors, that's what it is. What is what are the tor- and like it's right under our nose and like we're like oh no this doesn't affect me people that need control all the time what are they they stressed out yeah they always got they always super busy always got something to do overwhelmed and anxious anxiety all of this stuff and that's like when somebody you know and I deal with anxiety mm-hmm. but I'm like I know that that's not out of God right yeah you know I mean the Bible talks about be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These are things that I speak over and pray over myself all the time because I know that it's not of God yeah. to be worried about stuff all the time. Why? That's like right. God wants to free it's, us yeah, from disobedience. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I want it you is. to be free from this stuff. Right. Yeah, and what keeps you locked in? And and it, to Alicia's point, that you know, she keeps saying, "What you keep saying about confession?" Yeah, about a word in her mouth. Yeah, like about you just that is freeing within and of itself. It's freeing. You don't have control over me. This this thing. This call it this, out. And so and so when I say, and there's so many points I want to hit, but when I say when I call a person a witch, and I just say straight out, "That's a witch," or you were acting like like I'm saying it. A quarter of it, I'm saying jokingly. Right. The, the other 75 or 75 percent is for dramatic effect because I want you to know exactly what this is. Yeah. This is what it is. It is witchcraft. That that is what the Bible deems it to be. Yeah. It is that. Anything you're trying to do to to manipulate a situation, to have control over a situation, it is. It is an unfair advantage, is what witchcraft is. Man, but the, an unfair advantage. The scare, like I feel like the scariest thing for me with this whole thing was <clears throat> to find out how quick it hit him. You know what I'm saying? Like he was six years old, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. His sister was 22. She was 16 years older than him. Mm. His other brother was seven. Well, no, the baby brother was six. R. Kelly was seven. Mm. At 10 years old, R. Kelly was 10 years old. His brother was nine. Um, His brother said he went to Robert and told him what his sister had been doing. He immediately went in his his head and was like, "This never happened." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been suppressing since right. His like that 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 was that was something that hit him from the gate. His sister was already manipulating him. Mm-hmm. That manipulation was you know what I'm saying? Like latched on to him, and now he's able to do that to his brother first. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else that he deals with. So I'm like, God, that, like that was the scariest thing to me to to know, like whatever may have been on her was something that may have been, you know, what I'm saying like latched on to him from their interaction together yeah. and whoever else that she had been with, you know, whatever. So it was just like it was just a super scary thought to go, dang, now. Your manipulation has gone to these girls that you're dealing with. And, you know what I'm saying, from here and, and there. And I believe that that's spiritual. Yes. Right. right. He, you're playing yourself. <clears throat> right. To not believe, to think that that's some surface level thing that is just by word or by action dealt with. Right. right. Not at all. And so with all of that being said, going back to your original question, original question mm-hmm. how do we as Christians handle him? Mm-hmm. I'm saying we continue to hand him over to that sin, you know what I'm saying, to that sinful desire that he wants. The, the, the point in the Bible when it tells us to do that, and, and to, just to add to what you're saying, we don't do that so that we can be like, ha ha, yeah, now right. deal with your and sin. Right. The, hope, the hope is that when we've given you to your sin, you yep. will get to a place of desperation, which is where we all have to get to yep. consistently in our lives to keep remembering that we can do nothing without God, nothing outside of God. And so, that's the hope. Is First that, off, we don't give you over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, we, we like give you over to God. Boy, yeah. we give you over to God. God gives you over to your sins. Right, exactly. And you operate on whatever thing God, just, give, God gives you the, the <laughs> right to do. Right. Um, and yeah, we just hope that you get to that point of desperation and you finally actually turn. Yeah. Because you see the repercussions of what you were behaving as though you wanted more than God anyway. Yep. I say this all the time, but I'm going to keep on saying it. Jared, we got to pray for these people. Hey. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Hey. Or they be knowing what they do. He know what he doing. He know what he doing. R. Kelly absolutely knows. He's not. So, Lord, uh, do not hold their sins against them. No matter what. Mm. Have mercy on them. We got to pray for these people. Pray for your president. Pray for R. Kelly. Now my, the, the president situation is hard. Pray for, yeah. the, pray for these people. <laughs> you got to, and then pray for yourself. Turn around and pray for yourself because you got to log in your own eye. Pray. He was going to say. It, softens, it does soften your heart towards people to pray for them. It does. It does. <sighs> 
Jared do not want it to pray does. for this president. I and that's why that's <laughs> why uh, that's a lot of times we know that. That's, that's why, why a lot of times we don't pray for No, that. I want to be mad because I deserve to be mad. You right. deserve for somebody to be mad at you. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So we, we pray under under that guise of knowing that again, it's not just this thing of he needs to turn away from it. It's like, no, there's a literal stronghold on my life. I have a stronghold on my life. Yeah. So pray that there are people that people come into his life to help change his life, to show him the truth, remind him of the truth. That is one of the things that the enemy um he must do. That is one of the things that the enemy must do is blind you to the truth. Yeah. I think that too when it's that Sorry, go ahead, Keith. No, go ahead. You're going to cut me off now. Ahead, I was telling people the truth and you just cut me off. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was telling people the truth. Go ahead. I'm going to pray for you tonight. Go ahead. Softened heart. Softened heart. I was going to say that, uh, you know, like in that, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I don't think that it's necessarily like, for, for the example, um, I know I'm throwing stones and I know that you call yourself the son of God. I know what I'm doing, but I think when you pray, you ask God for forgiveness. Um, they're asking, not necessarily in this moment. Like I'm sure he knows what he's doing in this moment, but I don't think that I think it's a lot. I think the, uh, the reference point is what, um, the enemy is do or what, um, the rulers in high places, spiritual wickedness, and rulers of darkness, what power they have in that moment that you've given way to. And I think that's what um, they don't know what. I'm not going to put it past him that he doesn't know what he's doing in, and I don't in, think in that, every in every in every capacity. I'm not. And I don't think that that's what Jesus meant when he said it. I don't think that he meant. I, so, but you're saying they're throwing stones and they don't know what they're doing. I don't but, think that's what he meant. I think that he meant. So I'm not saying Father, that. forgive them for they know not what they do. In an aspect of what they're doing is a rep has a repercussion that is so much bigger than just. This is my. So I'm not again. I'm not. Uh, so You're thinking to, on a natural. I'm not talking about in the natural. I'm not talking about. Don't tell Father, me what forgive I'm them because I'm. I'm not thinking that. I know exactly what Are you're saying, you saying and I disagree. You're saying that you're not even going to give him the space to say, you don't even, you you are actually aware of the spiritual I think, things. Yeah, because there's scripture doing. that speaks to that, where you are aware of what you're doing. On every, so, in every yeah, capacity. So, and, yeah, and so, I'm, maybe not sure. So, yeah, for the sake of this conversation, sure, in every capacity, he might know exactly what he's doing. I'm not going to put that. I'm not going to put it past him that he doesn't know what he's doing. Where the Bible talks about, like, yo, if you if you come to know the Lord and then like, and you still go out and do like you've known every facet of God, and um, and I think that's in one of the Chronicles or one of the Corinthians, right? I don't know for sure, but it, it was a scripture that plagued me for a little bit. And it was talking about like if you come to know um, the Lord and know all of his wonders and all of that stuff and then you still go out and do whatever you want to do, that man is worse off, da, 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 da. Like that was a person that knew. That was a person, the per person that, or this hypothetical person that he's speaking about in scripture, that was a person that knew the wonders of God and then still chose to do something that wasn't. 
chose to live a life contrary to how God wanted you to live. You know, there are moments in which you know. And of course, you might not know the full depths of it, but you do know what you're what you're doing in some cases. So I'm not going to use that scripture as a say, oh, oh, yeah, he don't know what he's doing. No, you do know what you're doing sometimes. Know what you're doing. You know the ramifications of it. You know that you know that the wages of sin is death. You know that. Who's preaching to R. Kelly? Who's speaking life into so him? So that's what I'm saying. We pr- That's what we pray for. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, pray. But what are we praying for? And how are we and how are we praying? So it's just like, Lord, help R. Kelly. Like, all right, cool. Well, how? What does he need help with? And how does he get said help? That boy needs somebody to talk to first. He ain't got nobody. You got to be honest. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure he feels like he can't talk to anybody because he feels like if I talk to somebody, they're going to go and say everything, tell everything. So that's why I was saying he's been holding his stuff in since forever. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't trust nobody. There's nobody to trust. And it's crazy because it's like I never told on my sister, right? So why should anybody tell on me, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is this. Spirituality on whatever level y'all call it energy these days, and that's a conversation Ooh, I want to have. I say y'all. I say who? The the y'all that you referring to? Yeah. So, I mean, there are people that call it energy and all of that stuff. There's you referring to bad energy and all of this stuff is like this stuff is spiritual on a on a on a level that a lot of people they don't understand, and so. You would be doing yourself a disservice or you would be doing people a disservice to not know that some stuff are just out of people's hands without without Jesus. And then, and then there's people. That's a whole nother conversation. But I just wanted to waste your time for three hours. <laughs> it's another conversation. Any any thoughts? Everybody's on their phone now. Everybody's over it. So let's wrap About it up. About R. Kelly? I mean, it, what else is there to talk to about? It, yeah, mm. I feel like we touched on most. If you if you gathered gathered nothing, at least your hopefully your perspective of compassion has um, slightly changed. Hopefully your um, your response is less harsh because it's not your job. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, it's not, it's not Alicia's job to make sure R. Kelly pays. It's not Keith's job to make sure R. Kelly pays. Condemnation is that like to condemn him? And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my initial thought because I was like, still like as amazing or as incredible as unjustified as it might seem. It's like. Jesus at the end of the day, or God at the end of the day, Jesus is God, but God the Father at the end of the day has not condemned R. Kelly. He has not condemned him. We pray highly that he convicts him and that he feels convicted. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, the, and Jesus says it himself. He's like, I don't condemn you. Said, you said you condemn yourself because of your unbelief. Unbelief of what? 
The unbelief that God hasn't condemned you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. We pray for Robert. For sure. Right? At the end of the day. And the victims. We, we don't have a choice. And the people who were in his life that weren't victims but aided mm. in these things. Right. Being able to be possible. His uh manager, ex-manager turned himself in. Yeah. He, yeah. He in jail. So to Jared's point earlier, like the indignation, I guess everybody's point, the um, the righteous indignation that we have in regards to the situation, in regards to the unforgiveness, the blatant denial of all of this stuff, that is justified. That's right in doing so. Like it is right to want justice and desire justice. That's one of the marks of a believer is to love justice and to love truth. Right. You know I mean, um, and to love people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, more specific, yeah, yeah, to love people. We love you, R. Kelly, enough for us to want you to be brought to justice so that you can be free, brother. Uh huh. That's, that's, that's <laughs> one way of putting it. String it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so I guess that's it. Uh, if all hearts and minds are clear. Long, you should be back next week because I do not, I, I forgot how much I hated being in this position. So feel better, fast. Please do. Please do, because you you give me the reins. I'm going to talk about casting demons down and stuff. <laughs> Cast them out. Get them out of there. Get them out of there. So until next time. See y'all. Peace. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you left on such a somber note. Is there a higher note that we could leave on? There should be. I just feel like this whole it was like after MLK just kind of got real. Well, what are we talking about? <laughs> Say something encouraging. The Super Bowl is in what two weeks? I'm not encouraged by that. She don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I talk about it. Go I'm, ahead, because we Airbnb that house. Hey, that's oh, smart. Check. <laughs> Lord Jesus. They're going to tear that thing This is a great location, too. <laughs> no, they ain't. Why they not? They better not. <laughs> Perfect location. And we told our next door neighbor, look, if you see anything go down, call me. I will be right back with a There's got to be something else to talk about. We should have talked about Kamala Harris. Who is that? How you she announced her, her presidency. Yeah. I think we need to for look her at run for presidency. Right, I, I think we say. need to look at a platform before we just start. I'm not, I mean, I, and I still have yet to do that. I started to do it this morning, but I haven't got enough information, yeah, so I can't. And that's fine. I'm not even going to lie and pretend like I plan on reading very intently. <laughs> I hope you do. Why I you? feel that right now in the position that we are in as a country, we deserve anything. Nah, a step up from what we are currently doing. But how we gonna with. know if it's a step up? We don't research. I mean, I got to do a little bit of research at least. Well, honestly, not that uh, nobody could be as bad. As she had the thing is the thing is she is not just starting off her political career as our current president did his first encounter with government. This is this is the same. Can I, this is. Can I? I didn't cut you off till you stopped talking. I just waved my hand. So are you going to go? You got go? my attention, okay. so then I stop right. talking. All right, so here I go. <laughs> Dad, going it. This is the same person, and I'm pointing at Alicia right now. 
this is the same person that don't read the contract because she read the review. So I don't know. If we, I did not I don't say know, that I did I don't that. know if we going I said there are this. some people who do this. Yeah, she, I she's one of, I was she one capes of them. for the people that read the reviews and so, not the contract. So. But to just finish, the basis that this is not her the beginning of her political career, I don't I, I don't think that should drive. That uh, was not the drive. Okay, so what is what the is rest the of my statement was? She did not just begin her political career. She's been in government, in in, um, in politics, in California. Her whole, even the campaign that she began as a politician for California and her stance that she had there when, you know, everybody was up in arms because for um, the last uh, primary election, there were nothing but black women running. That's where the platform and that's where her information on her... Um, her candidacy began this however although there you know oh people people's agendas do change based off of their uh financial backing however Mm -hmm. her her primary um stance and the role that she wanted to play while she did it for california on a smaller spectrum which is what we call like uh micro or micro um politics is now um the grand scheme of her main overall objective which should only be broadened and it should not be it should not be a total left curve that i mean it so could be it's possible us, but it's very rare could you tell us what the platform is because we don't know i mean i just remember her i remember her being very passionate about um um equality in in like uh jobs i remember her being very passionate about um healthcare equality in healthcare i remember her being very passionate now i don't live in california so don't quote me i'm just no, I'm going not off of, you at all all of this is conjecture i mean i'm just going off of what i was reading under the bullet points of all of these black women are all of these black women are are running and a lot of the agendas were the same that's the only I platform the that I ha- to had to go off of. But those are some of the points that that oh, I noticed from her. Yeah, I understand the initial excitement to see a black woman running. I mean, that why wouldn't you just initially be excited about that? Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, and I'm only saying this to the original point that you made, which was I think that because of who we have in office now, I think you were getting to saying something like what could be worse or anything would be better than this. Essentially, am yeah, I, I mean, it was a joke, but okay. Yeah, I mean, so, essentially, yes. stop hiding behind that. So, in the truth, you stand behind just so in the sliver of truth that exists I mean, I honestly jokes. don't want our country to be in a worse position than we are in now. We are obviously understanding that. I don't mean that in a literal sense, but I, I do believe that if we have someone who is remotely better, then yes. And do I believe that um, Governor Harris could be that person? Absolutely. So I'm yeah. So I'm I'm responding to the sliver of truth that exists in all jokes, which is that any saying (laughs) saying that you don't you don't intend to research further on her. So if there's any truth to that, that's what I'm kind of speaking to. Because I think that there is still an obligation as a citizen to do your due diligence to know deeply, and more so not just as a citizen as a Christian. Because no, we don't want Trump there, but we also don't want someone there. Just because they are on paper better than Trump, we still want to 
watch them. We still want to pray about I'll it. We still happy want to that research. Somebody came with a paper this time. I'll be like, but there are really trash politicians. There are really trash politicians on the state and local level. Yeah, that's um, the literal aspect. You, I mean, you have to look he at. Well, I'm, I'm really passionate about politics. I'm a political science major. Same. And here. my dad's in politics, so I. I feel that's what poli sci means. Yeah. Political that's science. Exactly what it means. Oh. So I, I just, I, I just feel like, yeah, we see Trump in a really transparent way because he's a president. Like we're going to see all of his bad choices, all of his stupidity, but there are really trash people in state and local. Um, seats right now that could be just as bad as Trump if they were president as well. So what I'm saying is when that person comes forth and they're like, yeah, but I've been a state representative for X amount of years, it's like, cool. That that gives us a good head start. But that doesn't automatically make me say, well, at least you have this. And so whatever, just get in there because Trump has no background. You know, do you, do you understand why I'm saying what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's just what I, that's basically what I was trying to get at. Like, I just like people to do the due diligence. You and should. I would hate for people to just get lazy in politics because Trump is trash. You because should. Trump being trash and getting the presidency was a result of laziness. You should absolutely research anybody who you vote for, whether Thoroughly. you're voting in your primary election your state or local government it should always there should always be research done you can always google and find out who is running and exactly what platform they stand on this is accessible on google this is accessible on your uh, county government page all of these things i'm absolutely not saying that you should not research people um you should and obviously this election is not until 2020 so you have plenty of time to figure out exactly who you who who supports your um your beliefs the hardest and the strongest and align with them the most i absolutely believe that just that. Sounded but, like an infomercial but <laughs> let's not get this misunderstood trump is trash yes he line. is we are not we are not trying to take back that statement at all we are not going to recant that <laughs> y'all got anything else i want to talk about is that a higher note i mean I liked y'all going back and forth about politics. That was good. <laughs> Are we done? See. All right. See y'all next week. Lord willing. Peace. Bad, bad, bad boys. Okay, I'm probably going to cut it off if you don't say it. Right, yeah. A little chubby, but don't feel slow. We guarantee you one thing. We can surely come to the party and rock the house. As we home all night, let's turn it out. So what's the fresh move? And take it from me, listen to the fist sound of the disco three. Ha!